Welcome to Crypto IRL. Some say crypto is a scam. Others swear it is a breakthrough technology. But which is it? Join us as we explore crypto in real life. Today, we're going to dive into the Celsius bankruptcy. But first, I want to do a quick preamble. So my wife and I recently packed our bags and we relocated to New Jersey. Texas was good for us, but now we are on to our next adventure in Greater New York City. I would love to meet up with you if you are in the area. Now, it's been fascinating meeting new people and observing their reactions when I say I work in crypto. Some acquaintances immediately start telling me about their whole crypto portfolio, TMI much, while others clutch their pearls and flee for their dear life. Jokes aside, I'm often the first person they have met who works in this space. Sometimes I get the sense that they don't quite know what to make of me. Crypto's unsettling reputation has not been helped by the recent market downturn, the hacks and bankruptcies. My singular refrain has been that the underlying technology could solve real world problems. Let's focus on that. But the truth is, you can't just bury your head in the sand and ignore the world around you. If you fail to study history, then you are bound to repeat the same mistakes. We're living through the early days of crypto's history. Let's learn from this moment, lest we fall prey to the same dragons. The Celsius Bankruptcy Heartache Celsius, a prominent centralized crypto lending company, filed for bankruptcy on July 13th. Now, customers have been unable to withdraw their funds since June 12, 2022. It now looks unlikely that they will ever reclaim all their funds. Some devastated customers have written letters to the judge presiding over the bankruptcy proceedings. These letters are gut-wrenching. Here are excerpts from two of them. Doc 127, filed July 21st. I placed my entire economic injury disaster loan, $525,000 in Celsius to earn an APY to help pay back the 3.9% interest rate on the loan while I was in the process of deciding on if I would keep the EDIL loan or use it on my business. The funds in my Celsius custodial amount are not mine. They are the US government's and my entire business is secured and backed by these funds. If these are not returned, my business would go bankrupt. My 15 employees would be let go and 14 years of my life's work lost at the age of 49 years old. I would have to start over with nothing. The thought of losing this money has left me depressed, suicidal, and without words. Please return our money. Here's another one, Doc 86, filed July 20th. I was many I was one of many common retail investors that invested my money with Celsius after their constant advertisements and promotions of earn great and safe APY returns like the rich. You can access your money at any time. Your crypto is safe with us. On and on the false promises went. 
As a disabled combat veteran who served in the Afghanistan campaign, it hasn't been easy for me to maintain employment and save money to build a future retirement for my family. And so I have been saving for years to amass the sum that I had in Celsius. To Celsius, I am but a minnow in the sea of whales. My $36,000 loan to Celsius that took me nearly a decade to save for with dedication and hard work feels completely insignificant. Heartbreaking. But how did we get here? Let's do a quick background on Celsius. So Celsius was founded in 2017 by Alex Mashinsky, the CEO, Daniel Leon, former COO, who's now the Chief Structured Officer, and Nuke Goldstein, the CTO. It's based in Hoboken, New Jersey. Now, Celsius provides customers with high interest bearing accounts for cryptocurrencies and crypto collateral backed loans. I'll explain how these work. So high interest bearing crypto accounts, example one. So Johnny cashed out some of his cash savings and stock investments to buy one Bitcoin on Coinbase. He then sees an ad from Celsius offering 17% interest rate for customers who deposit Bitcoin with the company. He looks at his regular bank account and is reminded that Bank of America is only offering a 0.1% interest rate. It's a no-brainer. And so Johnny moves his one Bitcoin from Coinbase to Celsius to earn high interest. Crypto collateral backed loans. Example two. So the price of Bitcoin has now more than doubled and Johnny is feeling really good about his investment. It's time to finally buy that engagement ring he's been eyeing. Now the price of Bitcoin is 50K, but he only needs like $10,000, right, for the ring. However, Johnny doesn't want to sell his Bitcoin because he believes the price will be much higher in the future. So, step one, he transfers 0.3 Bitcoin valued at $15,000 as collateral for a $10,000 cash loan. Now note two things. The first though, there are no interest payments on the loan because, and he has just, he has just one year to pay it back. Number two is there are no credit checks because the loan is over collateralized with a loan to value ratio LTV of 67%. Now LTV breaks down as follows. He took a $10,000 loan, that's the L, divided by $15,000 collateral, that's the V, the value of the collateral. That's important, LTV. So step two, Celsius will then monitor the LTV ratio as the price of Bitcoin continues to fluctuate up and down. Now, if the price of Bitcoin drops deeply, Johnny will then have 24 hours to add more collateral or pay down the loan if the LTV hits a predetermined threshold, for example, 90%. Now, if Johnny fails to bring the LTV back to a reasonable, acceptable range, let's say 67% as the original LTV, within the prescribed amount of time, then Celsius has the right to sell the collateral for cash. Now, besides lending, Celsius generated revenue from token sales, Bitcoin mining, and discretionary trading of cryptocurrencies. As of June 2022, Celsius had lent out $8 billion to customers and had $12 billion in assets under management. The company had 450 employees and reportedly 1.7 million account holders. So how did it all go wrong? Look, here's a TLDR. 
Social CEO said the company went bankrupt due to certain poor asset deployment decisions, basically weak risk management. Unfortunately, this does not appear to be an isolated incident. Rather, tales of poor decision making and under-resourcing are emerging from different parts of the organization. Now, on the surface, the main thrust of Celsius' business model was sound. It's the same model that banks have used for centuries. You simply, they simply pay interest to depositors, then loan those funds out to another entity at a higher interest rate. Banks and Celsius then profit from the difference in interest rates. Now, Celsius grew rapidly by offering up to 17% interest rates on crypto deposits. At its peak, it had $24 billion under assets under management. Now, this helped it raise $750 million in November 2021 at a $3.3 billion valuation. That fundraising round was led by the second largest pension fund in Canada. But it all came crashing down in July when Celsius filed for bankruptcy due to the $1.2 billion hole in its balance sheet. Celsius reported its total assets were $4.3 billion, <clears throat> but total liabilities were $5.5 billion. Of the $5.5 billion liabilities, Celsius owes its customers $4.7 billion, but doesn't have the assets to pay them. The company only has $125 million cash on hand. Now, much of the $4.3 billion of assets are said to be Celsius holdings of its own crypto token, Cell, which has dropped in value from a peak of $7.7 in, July, in June 2021 to $0.9 in July 2022. There are questions about the current market value of the $4.3 billion listed assets and fears the actual is lower than what has been reported. So where did risk management fail? Now we're still learning about failures that led to Celsius bankruptcy, but here's what I've gleaned thus far. Number one, failure of leadership. Celsius executives reportedly told the chief human resource officer not to run background checks on the incoming CFO, Yaron Shalem. Now this is a huge red flag. In November 2021, Yaron Shalem was arrested in Israel and charged with money laundering at his previous company. Perhaps stronger controls could have identified a CFO who might have steered Celsius away from taking on increasing levels of risk. But ultimately, the CEO is responsible. Number two, under-resourcing. Disruptors don't color within the lines. They dream up new industries and take risks, executing on their visions. This is the nature of technological disruption. Uber and Airbnb are great examples of disruptors who launch products ahead of supporting laws, rules, and regulations. The Silicon Valley swagger to move quickly and break things has produced results, but one wonders if it is fit for financial services. Celsius reportedly only had three compliance professionals serving 1.7 million account holders. Some banks serving fewer customers might have 10 to 30 times as many compliance professionals. 
A former comp Celsius compliance employee shared how the department was seen as a cost center and not a strategic partner for the business. One could extrapolate and imagine that the same attitude of under-resourcing likely applied to risk management too. Number three, poor fund management. Now Celsius CEO said in retrospect, they made poor fund deployment decisions. Now these decisions primarily fall into two camps, A, over-leveraged positions, and B, overexposure to STETH. Let's break these down. Over-leveraged positions. Celsius loaned out depositors' funds on MakerDAO, a decentralized lending platform. Now, one loan is $550 million. Now, this loan is over-collateralized, like the loan Celsius itself issues. One challenge is that the price of Bitcoin has tumbled more than 60% since the 2021 highs. As a result, Celsius has had to pay down the loan or provide more collateral to bring the LTV back in range. Otherwise, the entire 550 loan collateral would be liquidated. So in the end, Celsius likely used new customer deposits to secure the collateral consisting of old customer deposits. Celsius came close to losing more than half a billion dollars a couple times. It has reportedly also lost smaller amounts due to insufficient liquidity to shore up the LTV ratio after the Bitcoin price drop. A sound risk management approach would have considered that crypto prices could fall significantly and perhaps limited Celsius exposure to this high risk strategy. B overexposure to STETH. Look, Celsius used customer deposits to acquire over $400 million of STETH. It's an irresponsible amount, given that no counterparties hold a comparable amount to trade with. Now, STETH is an illiquid receipt token for staked Ether. STETH is a derivative of Ether, with each STETH representing one staked Ether on the new Ethereum blockchain. However, the price of STETH and the price of Ether decoupled in recent months, so STETH now has a 3% discount at the time of writing. A sound risk management approach would have considered whether Celsius should even have used depositors' funds to acquire STETH, and if decided to do so, there could have been controls to limit the amount of exposure to this illiquid asset in Celsius' portfolio. So what's next for Celsius customers? Celsius presented itself like a bank, but operated more like a hedge fund. Many customers did not read the fine print in their Celsius terms and conditions. Reading through now would yield several realizations. Uninsured deposits. Depositors at U.S. banks are protected by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC. Now, if a U.S. bank goes bankrupt, all depositors' funds are insured up to $250,000. Unfortunately, Celsius is not a bank and did not hold any insurance for depositors' funds. Section 13 of the Celsius User Agreement explicitly states that if the company goes bankrupt, Customers may not be able to recover any funds. Bankruptcy claims. Celsius customers are filing bankruptcy claims 
Some have also written letters petitioning the judge to release funds to them. Now, interestingly, although Celsius is headquartered in Hoboken, New Jersey, the bankruptcy suit was filed in New York's Southern District. Now, judges in this district are thought to be more savvy and experienced with major bankruptcies, having previously handled cases like Merrill Lynch and Bernie Madoff. Unfortunately, it's not looking good for customers. Now, what lessons have been learned? Not your keys, not your coins. My friends who have been in crypto for several years frequently admonish everyone to move their holdings off centralized exchanges like Coinbase and lending platforms like BlockFi and Celsius. This episode has made the reasons painfully obvious. It's clear to see why they, re they recommended one self-custody crypto holdings in a cold wallet. Leadership matters. It looks like Celsius executives lost their heads in the ecstasy of the bull market. They kept on layering on high-risk moves, perhaps imagining themselves to be invincible. But truth be told, I think the rot started way before the crypto bull market. The absence of background checks for senior executives, the under-resourcing of compliance, are symptoms of a culture that turns its nose at the modern financial service industry. I agree that there are some financial services which are ripe for disruption, but there are also risk management practices and standard operating procedures which have successfully safeguarded the interest of, custom, of customers. These must not be discarded with the bath water. Please do considerable research as you invest your funds. Look at the background and statements of the leaders. Sometimes people who are undisciplined with finances reveal themselves to be undisciplined with their words too. Real human impact. 1.7 million account holders may never fully recover their funds. This would undoubtedly leave a lasting bad impression. Some of the stories are simply heartbreaking. There's the story of a worker close to retirement after decades of hard work who sold off their stocks and bonds to deposit everything into Celsius. There are countless stories of families who put decades of life savings into these accounts. Some people will never recover financially. It must be taking a heavy emotional toll too. I fear a few people may even take their own lives similar to the suicides following the great stock market crash of 1929. Diversify. Please do not put all your eggs into one basket. Diversify to reduce your exposure to any one platform and any one company. Consider moving some of all or all of your crypto holdings into multiple cold wallets and securely store them in waterproof, fireproof, and tamper-proof environments. Risk management is a differentiator. Crypto has been pulling in top talent from a variety of backgrounds. And sometimes I sense a tension between the tech forward, move fast crowd and the deliberate, cautious and risk averse financial services crowd. But we need both legs to run into the future. The Celsius meltdown has given me a renewed appreciation for risk and compliance. 
in recent days, crypto lending companies have been at pains to explain their risk management approaches and distance themselves from Celsius. I expect that there could be a flight to quality with consumers gravitating to more established and regulated providers. There is an opportunity for banks to make a move here. More curious about DeFi. Humans are fallible. People get, people get greedy and risky, then bad things happen. This isn't limited to crypto. It happens across every industry. Now, one of the beautiful things about decentralized finance, DeFi, is that it, return, it runs on smart contracts, that is, code. It takes the human out of the equation and executes based on the written code. But no system is infallible. Perhaps DeFi solves for one risk, human behavior, while heightening another risk, hackers. Nonetheless, I think DeFi is poised to continue its growth and eventually will underpin a chunky slice of the mass market. Brace yourself for more regulation. Society functions around a set of rules of engagement. There are consequences when you break those rules. Every industry needs regulation. Crypto is no different. I hope that the regulation is thoughtful and not a knee-jerk reaction. I hope the regulation would seek to pr protect the consumer, not prevent the consumer from engaging with crypto. I hope the regulation is crafted in partnership with industry, seeking to support technology advancement and not strangle the baby in the bassinet. I'm optimistic. Many advances we take for granted today went through a storming phase in their infancy. I've seen newspaper clips from the 1800s railing against electricity and even cars. Today, we can't imagine our lives without either of these innovations. I expect the US will eventually strike the right balance with crypto regulations. P.S. But wait, there's more. That's all I have today for the Celsius bankruptcy, but there's actually more to the story. For instance, I didn't get into the alleged token manipulation and potential insider trading. That's a story for another day. PSS, former Coinbase PM arrested for insider trading. Now, speaking of insider trading, this week, a former Coinbase product manager was arrested along with his brother and a friend for insider trading. Here's some background. There were about 2,000 crypto tokens. Now, Binance lists about 300 of them on their exchange. Coinbase, on the other hand, has been intentionally listing more tokens to try and close the gap with Binance and give their customers even more choice. Coinbase currently lists about 200 tokens. Now, it's been observed that new tokens experience a big price jump once they're listed on the Coinbase platform. It's probably due to the fact that millions of users suddenly gain access to these tokens and they drive up the demand and the price. Now, the Coinbase PM obtained intelligence on which tokens would be listed and then related to his accomplices. The trio then got wallets controlled by other people to opportunistically buy and sell these tokens. They earned at least $1.5 million through this insider trading scheme. 
blockchain to the rescue. Public blockchains permit anyone to view transactions. Now the challenge is that it's not always obvious to the observer who owns the wallet, but that's why blockchain analytics firms like Chainalysis, TRM Labs, and Elliptic specialize in. But an avid observer noticed this pattern of sales from a wallet, and he shared his observations on Twitter. Now soon, financial regulators were hot on the chase, and they identified the trio and identified Coinbase. The Coinbase PM was invited to a meeting where, at Coinbase where he was presumably fired. Regulators also sent him a letter. In response, he bought a ticket to fly home to India on the same day. The suspect was apprehended before he could flee the country. Now, contrary to some widely held beliefs, blockchain technology is not just a haven for would-be criminals. Rather, it could be an invaluable tool for law enforcement seeking to catch criminals. It's been long rumored that there is significant insider trading at some crypto, to at some crypto firms and NFT companies. Perhaps this case is the first of many to come. The industry needs to police itself and partner with law enforcement. That's all I have for you today. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Bye.